welcome to the last episode of Defining Roles for 2020. I will be back in January for a new chapter of the podcast with a refined vision for what we're doing. But today, I put together a compilation to the answers that I received to my final question each week, which was, what is the best piece of career advice you have either received or would offer to others? And we received so many fantastic answers. I thought it would just be fun to look back and hear all of our guests at the same time and see where there were commonalities and differences and just kind of soak it all up in our year-end reflections. I hope that you guys are ending the year on an optimistic note. It sure has been bizarre to say the least this year and I just want to say a heartfelt thank you for listening and all of your encouragement as I started this project and have kept it going and yes I just have a lot of gratitude. I will not be doing an outro today so I will say all of my Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year now, and I look forward to seeing you in 2021. Now to some of our wonderful guests from 2020. I hope you enjoy. It's okay not to know what you want to be when you grow up. It truly is okay. Be able to question and have a sense of wonder when it comes to the world around you. Try as many things as you can, find out what you like, and and just as important, find out what you don't like and start building that, that list of things that you like in a career and try to find a career that's going to give that to you. And, and you might not be able to do that for the first five, 10 years of your career, but that's your time to build up the, the list of this is what I want to do mm-hmm. uh, in, in, a, in a career, and this is what I don't want to do. And after a while, you'll start seeing uh, opportunities to head towards those I want to do portions and, and keep that for all of your career. I think the best piece of advice I received was really, really early on. Um, and it was choose what you're doing which to me at the time sounded really dumb, right? Because what else would you be doing? But I think so often as I talk to people over the years, I hear stories of, oh, well, I just kind of stayed because it made sense or I don't like my job, but what else am I going to do? And to me, that's really disheartening, right? Like I, I can't imagine staying with something for years if you know it's not what you want. I think so much of this, the choose what you want to do is having the courage to reevaluate if something isn't working which is a, I understand is a really big ask, especially if you've been in it for years and years. But even if you are happy evaluating, you're like, is this what I want to be doing right now? What would I do differently if given the chance? Do I want to shake things up a bit? And I think that can go a long way, not only in your personal satisfaction, but in just feeling like your work is impactful. Like much of life, a lot of it is trial and error. There's only so much you can control. There's only so much you can predict. There's only so much you can map out. Um, 
to come to be able to put yourself in these situations with an open mind I've found wildly helpful because I've never I'm a planner by nature I'm a planner by career but I realize the more I can understand that I can set an intention and I can have an idea of what I want just the steps in getting there I'm going to have to be flexible on I'm going to have to be adaptive too and that was really hard for me in my 20s that was really hard for me in which I got laid off a few times and I wasn't sure if I could get to the places that I wanted to go or I couldn't quite see it clearly if I wanted to keep chasing this. And um, not being able to have that clarity allowed me to just kind of find different ways in or be able to take little bits of support and help that were given to me by people who were offering it. Um, and that was really helpful. I, I think if I was more rigid in, in my planning and if I needed it to be a certain way that I would have probably just spun myself around in circles and never have been, never felt like I'm doing it quote unquote right. Um, so by having an open mind and, and, and by being willing to try things out without necessarily knowing if they're going to go the way that you want them to go is, is something that I found really helpful. I think Gary V says this, but um, Gary Vaynerchuk, but um, fail early, like, like put yourself out there, take the action and fail and run into the failure and keep going. Because I think, you know, so many people are so afraid to take that first step. They overanalyze it. They perfectionistic guys it that's not a word um but they really just they they build it up into so much fear and the truth of the matter is if you're going to do something big and impactful you're probably going to fail or have some missteps that is not only okay it's the norm and get there and do it sooner and then pick yourself up and go and you'll just start you know strengthening your your capabilities um and so just never be afraid to fail there's there is really no such thing as like a failure because it's all lessons you're just learning and going and learning and going and it's all part of the process i think that the best career advice um that i have received was that failures are opportunities for growth and not even just that but i i kind of don't even believe that failure is a real thing because i think when you fail it's just information um so i just constantly trust the through line of my life that even when terrible things happen or i fail i know that i'm always supported um and i think that those failures if we should call them that and the times of uh, most despair, I guess, in my business or personal failures, I think that I've learned the most in those times. And it always propels me into something new. Always put yourself in a situation where you're going to be uh, a little bit scared, but also a little bit excited. Be 50 50 could be 70 30 uh it really depends on the, the math equation everyone's math equation is different but if you are not 
putting yourself in the deep waters and trying to stay afloat, swim, just keep at it because that's really the only way that you're going to adapt. You're going to have to grow in ways that nobody could ever even map out for you because there's, yeah, you have to put yourself out there, take those risks. Otherwise you're just going to kind of always wish that you did. You're going to always be like, ah, oh, I didn't, I could have easily done that. Why didn't I do that? I could have, uh, you know, and regret is I think one of the, one of the most crippling, uh, psychological disorders that we put on ourselves is, uh, is like, oh, I wish I had done that. I think, I don't know if it's career advice as much as it is life advice, but I think just accepting and knowing that there all, there's always more that you can learn and there's always some way for you to improve on what you did even if you did a fantastic job taking time to reflect on what you did what went well and where you can continue to improve i think that is vital um and i think that keeps you engaged in whatever profession you're a part of um and so yeah um, but also being able to celebrate your victories. Like if you did something well, be honest about that and acknowledge that, you know, that is something that I did well, or that is something that we did well. Um, so celebrate your victories, but then also constantly challenge yourself. Like, great. Even though that was victorious, what can we do next time to make it even better? Um, yeah. And I think just, just pushing and challenging yourself is, is huge. I think the best that I've received was like a quote I read, I don't know, on Instagram or something that said, know the difference between resting and quitting. So I think there's a lot of times where we get burned out with something or we're so exhausted and we're just like, I can't do this anymore. But there's a difference between not being able to do something anymore and just needing to rest. And we don't give ourselves enough opportunity to rest in our society. And that makes it really hard to know where your mind's at and what you actually want. So when you reach those moments of just exhaustion or, you know, you're so frustrated, you're, you know, you can't see which way you want to go, um, rest, you know, take a few days off, take a nap, give yourself permission to do nothing, literally nothing, you know, you know, we often treat our rest time, our weekends, as time where we're not working our job, but we're working at other things. Like we always have a project around the house or, oh, now's the perfect time for me to do all my laundry and all the dishes and like, you know, get the oil changed and blah, blah, blah. That's not resting. We really need to have more time where we're literally not doing anything and we're just completely disconnected from our computers and social media. You know, the one downside of working remotely is I check my email just obsessively, you know, I around my email so that often makes it difficult for me appropriate rest time my best piece of advice for other people is to uh, I think a lot of people find themselves in positions where they don't like their current role and one of the things that I have kind of grown to learn and this isn't something that anybody in specific has told me 
But as I grow older, one of the things that I've really started to notice in my life is that I don't like doing the things that I don't like doing. And I'm not going to pay attention to those things because I only have so much bandwidth in my life, you know, with the kids and the family and all the other stuff. If I don't enjoy something, I'm typically not going to do it. And so I think my biggest philosophy in this whole thing is that I enjoy what I do and it's really fun and I love treating patients. And so I continue to do it, but I'm also pretty passionate about it as well. And I have some other passions in my life, figure out what, you know, I've, I've tried to do this in my own, in my own personal life. I've tried to figure out what I'm really passionate about, what I'm really good at and try and find a role that suits me um, so that I don't find myself inherently unhappy. I enjoy what I do. There are some days that are a total drag and I get, you know, <laughs> shot off of my high horse. But at the same time, like I keep coming back to it every day because it's something that I inherently like doing and I'm inherently good at. So if you can try and, you know, list out the things that you're really good at and your own personal traits and have some conversations with some people that are really close to you that maybe aren't your own, per <laughs> that wouldn't tell your own personal bias about yourself and, uh, you know, figure out what you're really good at and try and do something that's closely aligned with that. Oh man, this one's difficult. I've heard, you know, tons of little pieces of career advice that are all great, but nothing like profound that I can think of. But I was thinking the other day I was reading, it was after RBG, of course, passed away. And she, I was reading an article on her and she said her mother-in-law gave her this, these words of wisdom right before her wedding. And she said, uh, in every good marriage, it sometimes helps to be a little deaf, which I thought was, I don't know, just kind of funny. So I was reading further and she, she was kind of saying like, don't react with anger or you know, don't be annoyed with people and let it affect your ability to persuade them, which I'm not necessarily persuading anyone, but being a court reporter and, or sonographer and being up there, I feel like that deaf thing is such a huge thing because you're hearing all this terrible stuff about people that are sitting right in front of you. And I just, it's kind of nice to let it not go into, I don't want to sit there and judge them basically. Like I'm a third per, third party I just want to, I have no skin in the game. I want to be fair. And so I, I thought that was for at least this career and any career, but for my career specifically, just to let that stuff kind of roll off of you and not think about it so that they don't think you're judging them, I guess, because you just, so I don't know. I thought that was, you could use that in lots of any career. No one knows you better than you so listen to yourself listen to your gut listen to your heart when people say listen to their gut I think that didn't resonate for me a long time ago it was more like listen to my heart like what do you want and you can have everything you want you just have to keep listening to yourself so try not to get too much advice from other people because they don't know you as good as you know you um so really get quiet and start to listen to yourself for, you know, you're the most, you're your own healer and you're the most wise person for yourself when it comes to advice. So just keep coming back to you and keep listening to what your heart's telling you and run with it and just do it because you can do anything. 
follow your gut. I think that's something that I've received and that I would give. Follow your gut. Know your worth. Never beg. Don't beg. Because then you seem desperate. And always, always do your best because while you may not think anyone is looking, people are watching. And good work, good, fantastic, excellent work never goes unnoticed, ever, ever. It never goes unnoticed. People may not verbally acknowledge your work, but it doesn't go unnoticed. That's the advice I would give.